Hey, this is Latrice and you're listening to the Single Life Podcast. So it has been forever since um, I've even been motivated to record anything. And while I have had um, quite a few topics that I kind of wanted to talk about, but I wasn't really like moved to really discuss them, um, I just... I just ain't done it, bottom line. Um, One of the things that's been on my mind, which I'm talking about today, is something that I have been dealing with for about 10 years now. And just within the last month and a half, finally got diagnosed. Basically... I had to put my foot down with my doctors and my gynecologist like, yo, what I'm dealing with is not normal. Um, You guys are aware of the symptoms and what I'm going through and nobody's really doing anything. You know, y'all take too much money on my paycheck every two weeks for y'all not to take this more seriously. Like I'm losing my mind. So they diagnosed me with PCOS, which stands for polycystic ovary syndrome. And because of what I've been going through and how stressful and frustrating it's been, you know, I did what they tell us not to do, which is Google your symptoms. Um, And so when I did finally talk to my, my doctor and let them know what was going on, or, you know, that I was fed up basically, um, she actually brought that up and I was like, you know, yo, that's crazy. I was planning on asking you about that. Cause I Googled the symptoms. Um, let me go back to when it first became a problem. Um, about a year and some change after I gave birth to my kid, my cycle started to become irregular. Um, And honestly, I was never that person who like timed my cycle and was like, oh, it comes on this day every month, blah, blah, blah. I was never that person. It just came. I dealt with it, went on about my business. After I had my kid, um, I believe it went back to pretty much normal in the normal amount of time. Years and change after my kid was born, I noticed that um, I was going a little bit longer without a cycle. And, you know, when you're, as a female, when you're young, you're told, you know, it's normal to go like, what is it, three months or so without a cycle. But um, sometimes it was about three months, sometimes it's like four or five. And over the years, it started to become you know, three months, seven months, nine months. Um, And then when I would get a cycle, it would be extremely heavy, Uh, like really heavy. I had never experienced anything like it. And so at the time, I wasn't with my medical provider that I'm with now. Um, They were okay. The other doctor was okay. 
they, you know, was checking for things. They, they thought I had fibroids at the time. Mind you, at this point, I'm about 25, 26 years old. And, um, no, I think, yeah, yeah, about in my, in my mid to late twenties when, um, they were talking about maybe it was fibroids. So I had, um, ultrasound. They didn't say anything. I had to have a vaginal ultrasound. There was no, um, they didn't see any fibroids. I do recall the ultrasound technician telling me that there was a lot of scarring um, in my uterus, uh, like scar tissue. And it was probably from my C-section. Um, so I kind of just, you know, kind of kept that in my mental Rolodex and kind of understanding that this is what I'm dealing with is probably stemming from that mind you this was about seven eight years ago and had never heard of PCOS so you know they came back and did the test and was like oh we don't see any fibroids and kind of just left it at that and me being young and feeling defeated you I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with anything and dealing with doctors I don't care how nice they are it's very rare in my experience and just in conversation with people that no matter how nice and qualified a doctor can be, they see so many people and I just feel like they start to treat their patients like numbers and they do the basic. And if you're not on them and if you're not hounding them, they don't usually go the extra mile to reassure you or I don't know, do what they need to do. They do the absolute basic. So years go by, I'm still dealing with this problem. I mean, what what did I say? Like, go months and months and months without it. Now, here I am a mom, I'm working, life changes are happening, and I'm really not tripping. Like, I'm not sexually active, so I ain't worried about getting pregnant. And I'm doing my thing, I'm being a mom, I'm living my life the best of my ability. And, um, you know, I just, I would be ecstatic about not having a cycle and then I would get a cycle and I'm like whoa wait a minute where where did this come from I'm not used to this anymore and it was going like like I said up to about maybe nine months is the longest that I can think of that I've gone without a a period and it had gotten to the point that when I was speaking when I started to realize that that was sometime a pattern uh, I remember talking to my physician at the time and you know the only thing that they could really suggest or only thing they did suggest to me at that time was a hysterectomy. And at the time, I remember thinking to myself, I am not in a position or even close to having any more kids. Um, But at the end of the day, I wanted that to be my choice. I didn't want to do something that was going to take that, uh, possibility away from me uh even though I would have loved to have had more children I just did not foresee that really actually happening so I said no to that but there was really no other options it was kind of without saying we don't know what this is we don't know what to do so you either just deal with this or have your uterus taken out. So I had just been dealing with it. 
then come about maybe four or five years ago, maybe not even that long ago. You know, at this point, at that point, I had gotten kind of used to the irregularities months without it. Then I'd get one and they'd be kind of heavy. Not kind of heavy. Let me take that back. And just to clarify what I mean by heavy, I mean clots. I don't mean like one or two. I'm talking about every step you take, you are giving birth to a, a million jellyfish. You can't wear just a tampon. You can't wear just a pad. You are wearing both. And when you're wearing both, you are using the highest absorbency whatever for both and you're changing them on a regular basis so I'm dealing with that at that level for the regular three to seven days something like that then about maybe three to five years ago I was getting ready to go on vacation and um I you know literally about the day before the day of I'm getting on the on my flight my cycle started and I'm like, ah, great. Now, mind you, even though I was going months and months and months without a cycle, um, when I would get a cycle, sometimes they were normal cycles um, and, and in consistency of uh, just a regular, you know, uncomfortable period. Um, and then there were the ones that were extremely heavy with the clots and the discomfort or whatever. So I'm getting ready to go on vacation. I'm preparing myself um, for this whole cycle thing on vacation. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to be out of town for a few days. I can manage. I'll be fine. So I'm gone for about a week. And this time around, my cycle was not as heavy in regards to clots and so forth, but it was it was heavy enough. Um, I was just grateful to be on vacation and not be in the highest level of discomfort that I have already experienced. So I was like, okay, this is lasting for the full week, but at least it's not um, a massacre down there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I, you know, I come back home and I realize it's not slowing down. Like it's not tapering off whatsoever. I'm like, what the heck? That was the first time that I had experienced my cycle lasting for longer than a week. It lasted for about three weeks at a consistent uh, heavy level. Not like a, not like it was normal for a week and then it was just spotting. No, it was like having a regular period for three weeks straight, nonstop. So now I have a new problem. Um, on top of it already being irregular, whatnot. So I talked to a doctor. Again, not much was offered other than kind of an explanation, which I had already figured of where, you know, I go so many months without a period. And now when I have one, it's a possibility of it just kind of catching up. Like, oh, girl, you didn't went months without one your uterus, your lining needs to be cleaned out and we gonna take how long we need to clean ourselves out. Um, So now for the last 
you know, three to five years, I've been dealing with that level of discomfort. So, you know, I'm going to work when this, when it does happen, I'm going to work and, you know, trying to walk around and trying to make it to the bathroom and look normal without looking crippled and bent over. And it's really not a fun thing. It's, I really just don't even know how else to express how um, painful and, you know, even if it's not the cramps, it's just, it, it don't even sound, if, if someone else was telling me about this, my face would be cringed up the whole time. It's just not fun. So fast forward to um, a few months ago when I finally had had enough and I was like, y'all, y'all need to help me figure this out. And that's when my doctor, you know, after I explained to her, her knowing what already symptoms, cause it was in my chart, but explaining to her the other things of, uh, that I noticed, like I was never in my teen years to someone that dealt with acne. I, I think I can, if I thought about it, I can count how many times I've had somewhat of a pimple. Um, and they'd be small, something that I could put like toothpaste on and they'd dry up and be gone the next day. But now, you know, I'm starting to break out in specific areas on my face, um, every time or noticing like I'm a person who I'll wax, I wax my lip, my eyebrows. Um, I have heavy sideburns, so I wax those. I wax my chin, the whole nine, but I was noticing that in a specific in specific areas on my face if i waxed or if i tweeze um in the morning i could feel um like one hair growing back in by that night or the next morning and i'm like this is not normal like what is going on so as i'm explaining to her these things she goes, oh, have you ever heard of PCOS? I was, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, I was going to ask you about that because I read about it. And um, long story short, after discussing that, she decided to put me on birth control. Oh, y'all, I hate taking pills. I hate taking medicine of any sort. I just, first of all, I have a hard time taking pills. Uh, Of course, when they're smaller, it's easier, but it's really a mental thing with me. I struggle (laughs) bad with that. So I was like, she was like, oh, well, you know, you could do the IUD. Was not a fan of that. Um, I don't know everything about them. I know some friends who have it or had it. And I was like leery one because I know too many people who were super, super slim and told me after they got that thing, they blew up. Child, I'm already struggling with my weight. I don't need anything helping me gain another ounce. Okay, so I know that sounds vain or whatever, but no, it's not vain. I already struggle mentally and physically with my weight situation. I just, that was not um, in the, in the stars for me. Then when I read about the young lady who uh, had the IUD and had like complications, uh, 
uh, with it getting lost in her system or whatever the case. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. She ended up having to have a hysterectomy because of the IUD. So that was just not, no, I told my doctor, don't even bring that up to me anymore. So she was telling me about being on birth control and how it's supposed to help regulate your cycle and explaining what that whole process is about and why we need it and blah, blah, blah. And um, just needing the extra, what is it, estrogen? In, our, in my system because of what uh, the PCOS can cause in um, the symptoms. And so I was like, okay, whatever, I'll try it. So they gave me a three-month trial, literally just finished uh, the first month. I'm currently on the week off of that you're supposed to not take the pill. And baby... I <laughs> I don't recall going through PMS in my teenage years and early 20s before I became a mother. Um if I did, it wasn't to this level, okay? It 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 really was not. About maybe 2 weeks ago on it was on a Sunday and I was I was unnecessarily emotional. I mean, I don't care what I looked at or on TV and just sit. I just would, but I was, I cried for about maybe three hours off and on for no reason. Now I'm, I can be emotional and, you know, I can be a little sensitive about stuff. Not like, you know, somebody hurt my feelings, but you know, thinking about things and, but I handle it. It's not a big deal, baby. These hormones had me losing my mind. I, and I, I was crying and fully aware that I felt foolish. Like what is happening? How do y'all do this on a regular basis? Um, with or without the pills? I don't, I don't understand. I don't like it at all. So that following week after the crying spells, um, when I say I was a bitch, I am, and I was really trying to not be a bitch. I was annoyed. People got, and I I could feel my emotions changing. I felt it. I was so agitated and you know, at work, my coworker, she's laughing at me because, you know, she's aware of what I've been dealing with. Um, and I was telling her, I was like, I, I feel myself being a bitch. And I had, I had no regard. I, I was unapologetic about being a bitch, but I stayed to myself. I wasn't going off on people. I kind of made sure I did not, um, put myself in a situation to be flashing on everybody, no matter how much I wanted to. So that lasted a couple of days, like maybe from Monday to Thursday. Then I, you know, went back to being normal, <laughs> emotional wise. And then um, last week, I noticed my emotions changing again, just super sensitive. Like example, yesterday, just yesterday, I was watching Hidden Figures, a movie I have seen a couple of times and I love. And 
the part where Taraji comes home and her kids and her mom have set up the table and um, her boyfriend is about to propose to her. Child, I boo-hooed. I mean, I just sat in my living room on my couch and I boo-hooed for about 45 seconds until I was able to stop and suck it up. But fully aware that I know that this these are these hormones. I know that that's what this is because I don't do that. And I've seen this movie a million times. There's only a couple of movies that no matter how many times I've seen it, they're going to make me cry like that. So whatever. Dealing with that. Now, I end up calling my or the advice nurse uh, this morning because at this point I'm just over everything. I'm in a lot of pain, um, cramps wise. It was it's just been really bad, like to the point you can't sleep at night because you're you're feeling your uterus contracting constantly, nonstop. I end up having to take like an 800 milligram ibuprofen to um, kind of calm things down. Or, you know, and if it's not the cramps, then because your flow is so heavy, um, you're changing your stuff every 90 minutes, two hours max, or else you're going to have a mess everywhere. And that's also in the middle of the night while you're trying to sleep. It will wake you up like, yo, you got to get up or else you're going to have to get a new mattress type thing. Um that's the kind of shit that I've been dealing with. And so I call the advice nurse. Uh, they have the on-call uh, OBGYN uh, call me back. And it was a guy. And this is how serious this stuff gets. He emails me a letter to give to my job in suggesting to take off for a couple days. Because he's like, you don't need to be out and about with this. You need to stay hydrated. Where I live, it's been really hot lately. And he's like, you know, if you commute, that's not going to work because you're going to be stuck in a car and you have to change everything. And it's the truth. I had things that I needed to do yesterday that I couldn't even complete all my tasks because... Um, I couldn't be out and about that long. I couldn't be, you know, walking around away from my car, um, to be able to get anything done. So I just felt like talking about this or at least starting the discussion because, you know, obviously there's a lot of people who have to deal with this. According to what I read, it's like one out of every 10 women or something like that. But I personally don't know anyone who has dealt with this. I know women who have, who have had, and is currently dealing with fibroids. I really don't know, um, what the differences are between PCOS and fibroids and in comparison, but just some of the things I've seen and heard with women who have fibroids, you know, there's some level of similarity, I guess, in regards to um, 
how uh, you feel and kind of what you deal with. But um, this is not okay. I'm in my mid-30s and this is totally new to me. I never in a million years would have thought that this I'm I'm you know I'm relatively healthy. I don't have you know a lot of issues pretty much anything. I barely catch a cold. So this is it's definitely new for me. I would love to hear from other women who are suffering from it and what your experiences have been um, with this and how long have you been dealing with it. Um, what I don't know is, you know, I because I, in my mind, I'm like, am I going to have to be on birth control for the rest of my life or until I hit menopause? Um, I'm actually even now considering still going through with a hysterectomy or something. I'm not, you know, I, while I would have, like I said earlier, would have loved to have had more kids. I'm also in my mid thirties and I'm not even dating. So, you know, granted tomorrow, everything could change. I could meet somebody, blah, blah, blah. I am not really in the mindset of being in my late thirties, early forties, ending up pregnant. I really don't want that. If it's in God's will, then so be it. But that's not just, that's just not something I want. Um, and I know this sounds funny, but I'm just thinking, I was like, it'd be my luck. I get a hysterectomy and I end up meeting John David Washington and he falls in love with me, surprisingly, and wants to have kids. And, you know, I didn't snatch my uterus out and, and stuff. So I don't know. It, it's a lot to deal with emotionally and um, a, definitely a lot to think about. So, you know, like I said, I would love to hear from, from y'all and discuss this more and the effects. And heck, if you got any knowledge and you want to share it, please, please, please do. All right, y'all have a great one.